don't think I've ever seen The Wedding Singer. Not my favorite Adam Sandler movie. What? Mm-mm. Oh my God. Right after Josh and I got engaged, we started watching The Wedding Singer because we, we wanted to get hype for planning our wedding. What do you mean started watching? Yeah, I, I was also curious. <laughs> I, mean, I was going to ask, is it a series? Again, I guess. We hadn't watched yeah. it in forever. It's so yeah, it's just a weird way. We get way. it. You're yeah, getting sorry. married, okay? You could just say we no, watched a, it. Congratulations. I know. I was going to say we watched it, and I don't know why we started watching it. Probably because I always watch shows, so that's just how I usually She's say been that. a real bridezilla, if you ask me. Mm. When's your wedding? 2024. Okay. So I have not been a bridezilla. <laughs> She's been real basic about the whole thing. It's that's exciting. Accurate. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't run away from my basicness. It's just here. No, that's... I mean, any... That is an exciting thing. Thanks. Yeah, you know, you know as much as much crap as I give you, I'm, I'm I, very, I know. I'm very happy for you. You're very excited to go. I am. I don't think I've gone to. I've gone to one wedding in my life. Um, Do we want to get started? I don't really care. I don't really care either. I don't really care either. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works, guys. Doug, you're, wow, you're, you've you're already really, just like <laughs> fallen right in. You're really leading the charge here, Doug. Yeah, let's get started. Okay. This is a podcast put on by Guiding Light. I'm Debbie. Daniel. Daniel's here. <laughs> Doug's back there behind Hello. all the computer stuff. And we have a special guest. Hello. Jordan. Hi. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to say, tell us about yourself. But why are you here? Well. <laughs> That's worse. I know. I know. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, so I won a scholarship through Grand Valley Um and they basically awarded me money that I could do anything I wanted with, and so I decided to donate it to Guiding Light. Could you really do anything you wanted with it? I was gonna say. Well, the parameters were, yeah, no, not so anything like you, I wanted. You, like, you couldn't be like, thank you for the, fu- thank you for the money. Yeah, okay. no. But um, Thanks for these funds. I'm gonna go have fun this weekend. Yeah, thanks guys. I could really use this right now, being a student, but. Oh, I bet. Um, <laughs> No, it was essentially a bunch of Grand Valley alum who were like, we want to uh, instill students to like want to do something philanthropic and, you know, do something they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So pick something that you are passionate about and tell us why. And then we'll pick who we want to give the money to. So I told them my ideas and then they're like, "Okay, here's the money. So in short, what what was the process of actually like, did you have to write an essay? Did you have to present, like, the, like, kind of speak to that if you can? Yeah, I had to do a little, like, presentation. So I, okay. I had, like, the whole scholarship team in, a like, a um, conference room, and then I presented to them, like, what my idea was and why it was important to me, and then, like, what group that I wanted to do. And I, I did a bunch of research on you guys beforehand. So I was like, oh, this is why I want to do Guiding Light, and kind of went into all of that. How do you, so. how'd you even find out about us or hear about us? Yeah, so I, um, when they presented the idea for the scholarship, I did some research and I was thinking about just what I am passionate about and what things in my life like I really care about. And then I was like, okay, uh, recovery and like substance abuse, that those things are really like prevalent in my life. And so how can I help people with that? And then I started doing research on like local places in Grand Rapids. And then you guys came up on my search and yeah just to just to give a shout out so anything that you maybe not anything but a majority of what you read and researched and found out was uh cummed up with it cummed was, up with <laughs> maybe came, came up it with? was presented by is, is our, our little duck oh, here really I don't know. Probably is, not. It was it, on the website. Is it online? Yeah. 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 You a do lot a lot of, of work website. on the website, right? Yeah, it probably was mostly. <laughs> he does a lot of our marketing and writing. Yeah. Okay. And but so, so I, I, cool. I just I just thought that was Did cool. Did you watch any videos? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. I like went down a rabbit hole, honestly. Oh, I was like, oh yeah. Then uh, that's all his work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so cool to hear. Thank yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. He, it's 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 fun to give. Look at you accepting a compliment and everything. I love it. Yeah, good job, because that really captivated me. So I was cool. like, this is really cool, right. and I love this. All I right. want to we'll, give them all my money. Right. We'll, we'll talk more after. 
he needs it it's good it's good you know you don't often get to see the like yeah. that people actually interact with your work mm-hmm. especially when you're working behind the scenes as much as doug does so it is really cool that we tell him all the time how good his stuff is, but hearing other outside people say, no, really, the storytelling worked and like it yeah. was kept. Well, that's why I was kind of interested in like, yeah, how you heard about us. And it's kind of cool that you just were like, okay, substance abuse treatment is something I'm interested in. Yep. Who does that? Yep. And I'm like, so. Yeah. That's really cool to hear. And I wanted to do it like local too. In right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I honestly didn't really find much else. And your website, like not to just keep patting you on the back, but like it was really good. Go and like ahead. yeah, like the, the, co- <laughs> the colors and everything. I was like, wow, this just seems legit. So cool. Um, why? So why substance abuse treatment? Why was that important to you? Yeah. So um, someone in my family who's really close to me struggles with substance abuse. Um, fairly recently, I would say within the last like five years, six years or so, mm-hmm. and. Uh, also, my best friend's mom passed away from substance abuse, like, this past summer. So, just knowing what it feels like to be in that situation, not yeah. being the person who struggles, but yeah. being really close, I know just how painful it can be, and I'm, like, really want the person in my life to get better, and I really wanted my best friend's mom to get better, and if there's programs like this that help people get better, like, I'm just so happy for that because I yeah. want people in my life to get better so that's yeah essentially why I was like oh, substance abuse and it's funny because at first when they presented the scholarship like idea I was like I don't have anything like that in my life I was like, sure I don't have anything because some of their examples were like oh my brother like from past winners like mm-hmm. oh my brother has cancer oh like my sister is paralyzed and I'm a physical mm. therapy student. So a lot of the examples they were using were like lack of mobility or, mm. right. you know, things like yeah. that. And so I was like, I don't have anything like that in my life. And then it was, it was just, I don't know, such a God thing because I was running on the treadmill and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like, I should do substance abuse. Like that is something that really matters to me. Yeah. And yeah, I just, the idea was not my idea, you know, just like was God-given, so I'm just happy that it worked out. I'm happy that they picked me, too, because the other people had great ideas, too, so, yeah. You're such a kind person. They're like, my idea was clearly the best. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. I think think it's really cool, too, because as you're giving examples, and something that I think we've talked, we've touched on a little bit on the podcast, too, is, like, sometimes recovery or or addiction treatment can be kind of people don't really want to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. it's not as pretty or it doesn't it doesn't like sound as great on a billboard as like There's cancer research or you know too. like yeah. it it's such a it, it can be kind of a tough thing for people to say I'm passionate about this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's really really cool that you were able to say like no, I really am. And and convey that in a way that people are like we want to get involved too. And hopefully this helps people see it as a viable like this is also something that can really be helped mm-hmm. you know like yeah and i mean we talked to you about this being one of the only treatment programs that's actually free mm-hmm. um and part of that probably because it's you know it's not as pretty <laughs> yeah. so yeah i think that's really cool and the so there is just such a it's nice to see somebody take take it away from this whole idea of oh it's suction it's so on the individual because um, when I think about being paralyzed when I think about cancer there there tends to be the first thing that popped in my head is like oh you can have a thousand GoFundMe pages mm-hmm. about all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah um, and how uh, I think Doug's actually a good voice on this being able to not market but be able to tell a story of what we actually do. Mm-hmm. And then it being like, this is actually something that matters, um, regardless of how you get in the situation. And we were speaking a little bit before we walk back here. Uh, there is no demographic or population that this does not affect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also with the paralyzed and cancer might actually fall on this too. Of Unless you're going through chemo and you lose your hair, like you could walk down the street and no one knows that you have mm-hmm. cancer. You can yeah. walk down the street. You have no idea if that person's going home and can't stop drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these hidden hidden issues um but i think there is starting to begin and probably in the last decade and i think with our generation kind of coming up to 
of the stigma of like regardless regardless of what's happening like it's happening so it doesn't really matter how we got here it just yeah. matters what mm -hmm. we do moving forward yeah um but yeah i just you said the god thing i i just love saying this <laughs> i oh i thought you knew what i was gonna say i just like the old like is it odd or is it god you know oh <laughs> no but, i didn't know that yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so so thank you for thank you for thinking us and thank you for putting in the work to do that yeah um absolutely it's not I, a very sexy thing uh trying to sell people on uh Oh, I can't stop drinking. Please help me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you know oh, I, mean? I don't know. I just yeah. really like putting needles in my arms. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, and it's also, there's so much to it. And it too. sucks yeah. because it's like, like I couldn't stop drinking, but I also couldn't afford to spend like 10 grand on, on like going to treatment. And for me, like I was the only, that was the only way I figured I was going to stop. Like I know people who have stopped without treatment. Yeah. That wasn't me. No, I, I needed, right. I, I needed a, at least a little bit of somebody telling me it's going to be okay. Even though that's yeah. not what I found here. Which is why it was actually good. Yeah, I also but. needed. I also needed like for some some part of being like, all right, we're gonna keep you in this building, and like you can't leave. Right. <laughs> like, that, that, that's, like, actually, sorry, that's, that's, that's actually what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it's. I I needed some level of this whole idea. I remember coming up to Grand Rapids to go to detox to then come here, and I remember being so pissed, uh, of being like, I generally don't know what to do next, mm -hmm. um, and I think that the caught and the whole the amount of barriers that come into place is is staggering when it comes to treatment there's a big there's a big business surrounding it and yeah. mm -hmm. there are some organizations that do great work there are some organizations and agencies that do terrible work well, there's a lot yeah. of people that do really good work yes. who unfortunately are forced to work within a system that's inherently yes. exploitative you know yeah um and to have like i've been all over the country in different places i he's been all over the state um but to be able to walk through and it's so nice to i've done intake calls here before and it's so nice i've called so many i've called so many rehabs and to to have like all right hey my name is daniel like my life's terrible there and they're like all right, so do you have your insurance card with you uh, all right yeah. like well let's do this first and yeah. you're just like oh you're like okay it's for me to get better it's gonna cost me my li like my livelihood like all this money mm -hmm. and all this stuff mm -hmm. my mom yeah. sunk her uh one of her 401ks into my first into my first treatment center so there was many after that well and the whole thing too when people are addicted to things they their work gets messed up so that yeah. you know they're not performing well at work or they're not showing up to mm -hmm. work and then they don't have money and then they can't pay for the like the treatment yeah. that they need yeah. and Honestly, that was one of the biggest things. I mean, there's many things why I wanted to donate to you guys, but that was one of the biggest things that caught my attention was that it's free because yeah. I was like, I know a handful of people who need free treatment, you know, yeah. and mm -hmm. that's just so impressive to yeah. me. And you guys have such a good thing going here and it's all because people are donating and I just, yeah. I don't know. I love it. I was so like impressed by that, truthfully. So, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, being able to step away from work for the length of time, you know, like mm -hmm. even if you do have a job where you're like staying steady mm -hmm. enough that you have health insurance, like, I mean, how many jobs are going to be like, yeah, go ahead and take right. off for six months or, you know, like four, five, six months and your job is still here. What for insurance you. are you talking about? What? Oh, yeah, that's it? true. And so if the, I'm the, sorry, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, so the average, the average place is going to cover two to four weeks. Um, which oh. at least if that, that's which me enough. and Doug can both, that's kind of a joke. Right. Like it's at least, like at least it was for me. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so it is a vacation, but, and not only that, but it's interesting of it's, it's one of those, it's a very long and term investment mm -hmm. of if you really want to take a step back and look at the whole picture of things of like the economic impact of having people that are actively mm -hmm. using um, to the businesses, to the court systems, to family says to, to all these things of like, there's a lot of things that it's, it, you'll, there's never going to be a dollar sign that you're going to be able to attach to a person and say like, well, this is, I assure you, if I didn't get sober, the state would have been paying a lot of money for me, whether that be in hospital bills or jail. Yeah. Um, so it, it is, but it is a long-term investment. And even when we ask men to come through here and we're working on the women, um, you know, it's a big it's a big investment that we ask it's it's a big yeah. sell like we yeah. we do offer a free service but on the back end of that too it's you know we do have 
we have high expectations for men to come through here and mm -hmm. but it's that same thing of like if 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 we take away that barrier who can we reach yeah and mm -hmm. it's quite a few yeah 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 well and, and also to your point you were saying like you know people in your life who've gone through this and mm -hmm. i think we don't always get to really talk to people about the not just the person who's mm. in addiction, but all of the people around them that are also impacted by yeah. what's happening. What, you know, when you love somebody who is struggling, mm -hmm. there's also, there's things that you have to, <laughs> you know, heal and like ways that you have to process. And I know we've had Doug's dad on the podcast before to talk a little bit to that. Um, but it's just, it doesn't happen for us very often that we that we get to talk about that side too. Mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes people... I don't know. They have like a, an interesting perception if they've never been through it. Mm -hmm. You know, they have this one dimensional view of what it's like to be the person. And it's like, oh, well, they're just hurt and sad. It's like, well, they're a whole person. Yeah. too. There's a you lot I mean? more going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, and to kind of speak on what we were saying earlier, like this is the first time I've actually fully like publicly talked about all of this going on in my life. Like mm -hmm. even when I you know, presented to the scholarship team, I like have been struggling with being a, like a loved one of the, mm -hmm. someone struggling. And I've never talked about it really, because I'm like, this sucks. And I'm like embarrassed of this. And I am mm -hmm. like, want this person to get better and all the like, all the emotions that come mm -hmm. with it. I've never sat down and told someone like, yeah, this person in my life struggles with addiction. And you know, it's just like, it's a lot. And like you were saying, like, it's not sexy. It's not fun to be like, yeah. Hey, guess what? Like someone <laughs> in my life. So, and Hey, guess what? Like my best friend's mom, like passed away from this. Like it's not glamorous and exciting yeah. to talk about. And something that I struggled with is like ever getting the opportunity to tell anyone. So then mm. when this all came about, I was like, I need to like say something about this because this is like, a big deal and like people get affected and the people in my life who have been affected you would never know yeah you would never guess and that's like we were saying earlier you know there's so many people around us that are struggling with this that you just you don't see it it's like a silent struggle sometimes not always but sometimes a lot of times it is so yeah yeah it's just been nice to be able to like kind of share about it and show people like i'm passionate because i mm have people in my life who struggle and I want everyone to get better. I want them to get better, but I want everyone to get better, you know? So, and it, it just, it plays into my whole profession and everything too. Like I'm going to be a therapist and I want to like help people mm -hmm. get better. So it's just, it kind of is all connected. Well, know? I said before, like the, the reason like people should just be able to have a place to go. And like Daniel said, like, me and him needed a place where we could just be locked away from the outside world for a little bit and it shouldn't have to cost us like it, it shouldn't have to cost us so much yeah. To, yeah. to be able to do that and we live we live in a system where it's not allowed like it's more than possible to with the wealth of this country to provide that for people but yeah. it just isn't it just isn't wired that way and <clears throat> So unfortunately, the charity model is the only way that we can make that work right now. But like everybody should be. What was I saying in the beginning? What I've said before is that um, you should be like you have a right to go to rehab and then f up and like not make it, you know, mm -hmm. and like and go back out. Like I had to try and fail a lot. Like very, very few people get sober the first time. Very few people are like, oh, I have a problem. Oh, I'm going to stop. And then that's it. You know what I mean? Like people have to learn like failure is part of the process and people should be able to do that without having to become financially and like mentally destitute more than they have to, you know? So yeah. we're indicting capitalism on the podcast today. I mean, do we even have to, isn't that implied? <laughs> it's also the, the thing of the stigma for Like you were saying, not just the person who is going through it, can they not talk about what's going on, yeah. but everyone around them can't talk about it either. There's this stigma, not only about the the person in the middle, but then everybody around them also becomes embroiled in this, like, I can't talk about what's going on because I can't tell anybody what they're going through. And then like, I mean, maybe we should also indict a little bit of the culture around. Oh, for sure. I'd say <laughs> yeah. that's Being actually able to talk. <laughs> like the whole idea, because I think if you were to 
and I might be generalizing here, but all right. <clears throat> first thing that comes to your mind, drug addict. Just homeless. rattle it. Homeless. Yeah. It, first thing that comes to mind, you know, needle user. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my first thought. Alcoholic, you see the you see the homeless man with a big beard that has a pl the the paper bag in his hand that's yeah. shaky all the time. Mm -hmm. Like what you don't think about is the the mom that got prescribed high doses right. of benzodiazepines, Xanax, yeah. and fell into a very very like or that or the huge rise of prescription of opiates in the nineties and the early two thousands. Adderall, then, twelve years oh, old, and then yeah. the the sudden yep. shut off of that and like you know all of the things that have no one. I'm not going to get to. There you go. All right. Anyway. <laughs> no, let's go for it. Nope. I, I mean. Uh, okay. So you, not a lot of people remember the fact that was it, um, what drug manufacturer made Oxycontin? Oh, uh, wow. Purdue Pharma. Purdue Pharma. They yeah. got sued for cr for creating a, an entire generation of yeah. people dependent on a medication. Like, but the first thought when you hear drug, so when I think of, and of course, so I've, regardless if you're made an addict or born an addict or what I was, if, if I wasn't born one, then I was definitely, you know, it, it was, it wasn't odd. It was I, <laughs> 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 anyway. So, <laughs> um, like, so I, I've been in addiction and around addiction and around recovery for most of my life. So it blows my mind when people are like 37 and they're like an AA meeting, like what, like being in recovery. I'm like, this right. is just, it's so common knowledge to me. Yeah. So, but when I think of somebody who has no idea about that or has very little understanding of that and then having a loved one, like, it's just like, well, that, that's, that's not the image that I have. Yeah. Right. So I obviously I can't, well, I don't want to say something because they're clearly not homeless where that's probably, that's probably a good, a good portion of the population that struggles, but there are kids, there are grandparents, there are moms, there are dads, there are anything in between. Um, that aren't homeless that just are still having an issue yeah. and and I can see how it could be difficult of well how can I talk to this person because the only the only image that we have in our minds is this over here so yeah. there's no like in between yeah yeah it's black or white and it's just like like oh well you're just a piece of crap like like what what are you stupid I don't think my mom well, you have ever, to get my mom probably all the told way me that. to that point, you know, and there's like this myth of the like I, functioning alcoholic kind of my thing. My mom probably told me that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if she said, are you stupid? Like it was a question. She was probably like, you're, you're stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a statement. I mean, I, my parents weren't wrong, but no. you know, I mean, my, my mom always told me like, you're, you're too smart for your own good because I thought that I could, I thought I could think my way there's, and again, there's, there's different types of people over, but mm -hmm. I, I feel almost, I'm so grateful that my life took a nosedive so quickly mm -hmm. that there was, there is no other option for me than to good. like, look at this brutal truth. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. Like, I'm, gr I'm grateful that like, yeah, like we got sober relatively young, yeah. you know, yeah. um, in the big scheme of things. And it's only because like, I'm so much of an alcoholic and a drug addict that I was not capable of sustaining, uh, you're the worst any, functioning any, alcoholic. I'm the best one. I've never, I'm the best one, but, Pete, um, yeah. <laughs> well, you also, you don't hear many like functioning heroin addicts either though, but oh, yeah. there are some, well, that's what I, that was my dream, right? That kept me going for a long time. It's just like, if I could just figure out how to stay, as a functioning alcoholic if i can just remain trashed that, I hate and that still term be successful so much. like there's it's a, a it's an accurate term how how because, are you functioning if you okay, can't so function for, but, without but you're you're viewing it in the same standard of the only alcoholic is a person that's falling down drunk with a paper bag in their hand no i just don't a think that's functioning survival isn't functioning for me but i think, I think my issue is with the functioning word not the alcoholic part I think sometimes when people are in that state, they don't realize they're just surviving. Like yeah, they don't realize true. they're blind to like what's actually going on. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not like, oh, I'm in just a survival mode. I'm just trying to like keep my head above right. water. They're I'm like, miserable. I'm functioning. I'm good. Like nobody can tell. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. You know? Because I guess that's the thing. Like the whole idea of being functionally an addiction for me. Like you're not happy. How is that function? I guess functioning for me, the threshold isn't Speak just. Speak for yourself. I was, gonna, I was pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really wasn't though? deep down. Uh, so, so th this is the thing. I it's, mean, what it's, is it's, happy? It's a. We're not going to get into this. It's, we but, can have that argument later. <laughs> so, this is the thing, though. It, it, 
I did a thing because it worked for me. Right. Like regardless of what happiness is or what, like the whole, I can't stand and Doug will, I hope you will agree with this. The whole statement of like, Oh, my worst day sober is better than my best day drunk. No, it's not. No, it's not. I had great days. Mm-hmm. I had, oh yeah. I no, had amazing that's total, days. That's yeah. total bullshit. But it's, but that, that's, that's this, that's a big yo-yo up yeah. and down. Mm-hmm. And so like I can, I've, I had, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't, if it didn't have some benefit to me, like yeah, I, sure. But I was, I would have never called myself a functional addict ever. I would have never crossed. No. Yeah. (laughs) Like I never maintained a job. No. If, if I was using my job would my, I would, it would be terrible. I was just convinced that it was, it was somehow attainable though. Like there was some place out there that I could reach that. Or Hunter S. Thompson was always my go-to of of like, of, of that. That's the kind of guy I want to be the tortured intellectual artist yeah like no one's artist. ever well <laughs> that misunderstood. If, absolutely if i could just still get a job <laughs> if i could just get a job that paid enough then i could right. afford right. the drugs that i would need to get through the day yeah. right and even when i had good money it was never it was never well enough. you know and also it's like i know people that drink every day who aren't alcoholics yeah you know what i mean that i really wouldn't consider it to be you know what i mean like yeah. there's a difference there's there's a difference between somebody who like who drinks a lot or or like I don't personally know them, but I'm sure there's people who use who who use hard hard drugs a lot. And, I know a guy that and, does heroin once or twice a year. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? No like, idea why. Almost died. I haven't talked to him in years, but I don't know. He could be a full blown addict. I don't think he is. Right. But overdose the twice, two times. I'm like, why do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> just, What's the reason? There's so people, bad and there will be, and, and there will be something that comes up, and then they just don't need to do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. me, yeah. like, my life could continue to be falling apart, and it could be causing all these consequences, and I still just wouldn't care. Yeah. It's not that I didn't care, actually. You know what I mean? Like, I did care, but I yeah. also just couldn't. Yeah. But right. al- also uh, the. Sorry. She keeps cutting you off, so I want to make sure you have your time. It's okay. <laughs> you guys are good. good. <laughs> no, you're good. I was just going to say, like, that was the case for um, my best friend's mom. She had four daughters mm. and a granddaughter, and she had all of these, like, things in her life, and it didn't matter how many times her kids were like, Mom, we, like, want you to get better. We want a better life for you. It didn't, none of those things in her life mattered. My mm. mom would try and, like, be there for her and, like, you know, took her to AA meetings and like did all these things with her and it, it, none of it mattered to her. The only thing that mattered to her was her like drug of choice, yeah. you know, and then it just for her, like it just kept getting worse where it started with alcohol and then it led to like pills. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I just resonated with what you were saying because like I growing up next to her, it was like mm. nothing mattered. Mm-hmm. And she would talk to you and be like, I'm sorry, like I want to get better. I want to, I, you know, you could tell that she didn't yeah. want to be doing it, but it yeah. was still happening regardless of everything crumbling around her. So my, my sponsor tells a story about how when he was trying to get sober, he was he would be like, "I'm." He would say like, "I'm not drinking," and like, and you could hook me up to a lie detector, and it would and it would totally like believe yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like I 100% I'm not doing it again. And then sure enough, you know. Yeah. Well, there's, and also going to I not enough people understand call it a disease or not whatever but whatever (laughs) but going to that place like i i can't understand what it's like for a loved one to i've gotten glimpses of it since being in recovery of what it must have been like for my family um and but to have now mind you there are people that don't want anything else there are people that are generally just like, yeah, I kind of understand this hurts everybody, but like, I kind of want to do what I want to do. There are those people too. I don't think that's the norm, but they are, they do exist. Mm, yeah. I buried one of them this last weekend. Um, but the people that it's, it's generally, I don't know how I would take that. I don't know how I would take somebody in my family coming to me and being like, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Cause I know it's true, but I feel like, if you were to take a step back, like generally people would be like, they're just lying to you. You're stupid. Like, you know, they, you know, they care about this more than they care about you. And it's like, it's so much more than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it, almost like a feeling of betrayal kind of, cause then they'll do it again and again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And then they do it again. And you're like, 
I mean, maybe it's just me. I'm really a trusting person. I'm like, I trusted you. I thought you weren't going to do that again, you know? But um, yeah, it's just like you feel betrayed by someone you Mm -hmm. love. And it's like, why are you hurting me? You know? Yeah. Like that's from, from a family member's perspective, like that's how I feel. And like, that's how I've had conversations with my friend, obviously. And she's like, I just don't understand like why she keeps hurting us like this. But at the same time, like I look at the person in my life and look at her mom and I'm like, I can see, I can see the pain just like covering them. And I can Mm. see that they don't want at least like the individuals, like, I don't know if it's true for for everyone, but the individuals in my life, like, I can see that you really don't want to be doing this and you are so riddled with your pain and you aren't Mm -hmm. like handling it. And it's the consequences are hurting everyone around you, you know? And like, yeah, like I said, I don't know if that goes for everybody, but I can definitely see on, on those people where I'm like, oh, I just wish I could like scoop you up and save you from this situation. But that's not realistic either. So all the time. The it is just a very Did you say pain is covering them? Yeah. I I feel like that's a pretty good a good way to describe it. Uh and it is a very like self-fulfilling prophecy of and it's very cyclical and you know, it's oh, these things the reason drugs and alcohol are addicting, ah, they work. They're awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. they they really work mm-hmm. like I used to I'm not gonna go as graphic as I usually say it but I used to describe what heroin heroin was to people being like you could take a person your most loved person in the world and kill them in front of you and you could shoot up some heroin and you're not gonna care mm-hmm. you won't and that type of release that type of safety net that type of like reserve parachute going through life um it's 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 very um it's difficult and especially to have you know you you have this and again miss psychology over here uh you know we are kind of really super complex and stupid robots Mm -hmm. uh and our brains are great and terrible computers and we go through and we do the same thing and this app we you know we we do things that work and Mm -hmm. It is very, I mean, we're, we're just kind of like a stupid robot that got stuck on replay. Yeah. And it's not, it's not sexy is the best way to put it. It's quite disgusting. It can be quite raunchy. It can be very in your face. It can be um, somebody that you have no idea about. And then all of a sudden they're dead in their bathroom. I mean, the it, it has all different types of colors and shades. And, but again, it's, it's easier to say, oh, it's those people yeah. Yeah. than it is to say, oh, it's my daughter or it's my dad. Well, or, that's why you're like inherently drawn. It's, it's why, I mean, we're kind of socially conditioned to be like the first thought that comes in your head when you say alcoholic or drug addict is homeless or somebody yeah. that, you know, likely isn't somebody that can be as far socially removed from you as possible. Yeah. You because yeah. that's not it's just it's not me and it's also not anybody that's close to me mm-hmm. you know? yeah it's too hard to face the the like reality you know i mean it's the same reason why like like trauma like people who've experienced trauma and when you tell them about being abused or whatever they're like there's no way i would never have seen that person being abusive like it's the same exact thing of course you wouldn't mm-hmm. one they're trying to hide it two you're trying to remove it as far away from you as you can because your brain cannot handle the reality that that could be next door yeah you know like it and that it could, could just be you. easily be you yeah, yeah. that's the because like, it's the whole like oh my my son my son would never and then you yeah. see the parents defend their kids against her or it's like that's oh that's that couldn't possibly like it's some reflection on them Right. Which I mean, and that's sometimes it is, but <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Like it can't possibly be me, though. Right. Um, well, and how could I have not seen it? You know, there must have been a sign, and what could I have done differently? And there, there's not fault to have no. anywhere. You know, like yeah. the brain always picks the thing that works. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. Like I love the idea that it's a powerful and also terrible computer because it's yeah. Daniel already it's said true. that. I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank like you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> I love that because it's, you know, it's true. Like, it, it's very powerful. It does so many complicated things. But at the same time, 
if one thing works, it's going to keep picking that thing because it worked really well that time. So it's going to keep going back to that. And yeah. that's that's the hard part of addiction because yeah, and the younger work. the yeah. younger you start, the more hardwired you get through it. I mean, right. I do believe. Well, the fewer other options you yeah. have in the drop down yeah. menu. Like that's you know? all that's ever worked. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So we're going to switch it up here. Okay. Okay. A few reasons. So you know what addiction and recovery are kind of like? It's kind of like running. <laughs> I knew you were going I there. Yeah. I had a feeling. He is the king of the segue. So <laughs> uh, Guiding Light does at least four four years ago when I, when I went through the program, we did a lot of five. So we did the Riverbank run. We did mm-hmm. it's 10,000 other 5Ks because 5Ks are popping up all over. Mm-hmm. Um and it was, I was one of the people, you said you ran on a treadmill, so are you a runner? I'm not a runner, but I do work out. So I, I run to work out, but I'm not like a long distance runner. You know what I mean? Do you run? Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, I runner. guess. Yes. He's looking okay. for the oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, yes. I'll help you out. <laughs> so, so an interesting thing about that, and as far as uh, a lot of what we talk about here, as far as like, you know, you do things, you can, you could do things in the world and you could be a certain thing in the world the same way of like oh i'm a person that does fitness or i am a fit person hmm. so i remember reading a book about running still segued into recovery but am i a person that is doing these things or am i a person in recovery like am i just running miles or am i a runner it's a long way for me to bull- bully you into saying that you're a runner <laughs> yes Anyways. i'm a runner no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i told you i superpower okay it's true so um have you run 5k's before i have have you run 10k's no have you run half marathons no is 5k as far as you've ever run yeah have you ran farther on a treadmill uh no usually not do treadmills hurt your knees uh yeah i know don't they yeah i like running outside (laughs) way better no i i always it's nicer to run outside too because you got like the fresh air i just don't know like i feel like they i feel like i physically hurt my knees on treadmills i don't know i'm happy that's not just biomechanically not great yeah as a pt you should and you still run on them (laughs) yeah come on not for long not for long not more than three that's like like me that's like me running a recovery program being like i only have two beers Dude, that is such a funny image. <laughs> I'm sure it happens somewhere. Oh, it, I, it absolutely does. I can guarantee you yeah. that it does. So, anyways, anyway. it, the guy was me. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I, nah, anyways, I never rose to the top of those ranks. Oh. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Don't have to apologize to me. We're having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> um okay so you're a runner <laughs> yes because you're bullying me to say i'm a runner all uh, right as long as you say it, i'm okay. fine with it it's okay. it's recorded so yes. you've said you're a runner now it is on the record yeah. so um one of the things that when you were initially finding out kind of a little bit more about guiding light it mm-hmm. sounds like you spoke to dave Madiol, mm-hmm. who is our development director yes and you were brought up the idea of possibly something about a 5k is that correct yes correct okay is this an interrogation no well i already know the answers but i'm trying to get it on here that's how podcasts and conversations work so she always ruins it for me go on thank you thank you so and then david brought up the fact of we already do a 5k right Mm -hmm. uh we've only done one so far yep um and then you let me know that you said daniel Irwin, i'm going to single-handedly do everything that is required to organize and set up this 5k and i was i was yes i was that. astounded i was like wow short thank you like it takes a lot off my plate <laughs> well since i'm on record here i never really said that but <laughs> that is the nicest shutdown I i've know. ever heard that's great no. uh but you did offer to help yes i did okay yes um have you done anything like that before um so the closest thing i've done and i don't even know if it's close but i helped set up like a relay for life event um, at one point so those are pretty complicated i've also done that yeah not a fun time it's a lot of work but have you always been so ambitious in your drive to support people yes that's a really great question so good and i think yes can you what is do you have a story of you as a young child doing that? Are you interviewing her? That's what this is, is it not? No, I mean for a job. 
<laughs> no, I was just curious. <laughs> that just sounded like, like a she, job she, question. You, you, you sound like a driven individual that has Thank a history of, of doing things that are above and beyond what the average person would do to support others. So I was assuming these are connecting dots. I get it. I wouldn't say I have like one specific instance, but okay. I've always been like, yeah, just really driven to help people. And like my my dad um, worked in nursing homes and he would always like bring me as a kid and I would just like hang out with the old people and like want to help them, and, you know, like carry their stuff. And um, there's so adorable. There's like, <laughs> there's like pictures of me as a kid um, with little like toy wheelchairs and like toy um, oh crutches and stuff. And I don't know, it's kind of funny to look back on now because I'm like, oh, that just adds up so well. Like it yep. just makes sense for like who I am now, but um I don't, I don't know. There's never like a specific instance where I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I, that really moved me. I'm going to help people. I think it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I see, like, like I said earlier, I can see like the pain and like the mm -hmm. struggle among people. I don't know. I just have like a good eye for that where I'm like, oh, I can see like you need help and like, how can I help you? And so I think, I don't know. That's just how I've always really been to be honest, but not to like pat myself on the back, but I mean, <laughs> I, I've just I just kind of like always been great, I you just know? always I was born great so no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I just I like to help people and get them to a place where they're living their life better in any way yeah so. well when I first heard of the sponsorship going the first thing in my mind is like I would never do that like the it, that just sounds like a lot of extra work yeah <laughs> like, hmm. to do this thing so it I I was kind of fascinated to to hear kind of how that came up yeah. and it's not surprising that you've done something really re relay for life. <laughs> so, and again, super excited that you're going to single-handedly yep. um, do this whole thing yeah, for I'm gonna carry that on my back. Yeah. Carry the torch. <laughs> it's going to be cool. How did you end up picking PT to go into? And that is physical therapy, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I was always an athlete. I did like volleyball and softball in high school and all all the things and um you know a lot of people's stories like oh I had an injury I went to PT and then I loved it but I just liked exercise and moving mm -hmm. and being able to use my body and I got into the sciences in school and I loved the sciences but I hate like needles and blood and throw up and you know all the all the things right. all the med school stuff yeah all <laughs> the things and um yeah, I think PT is a more like holistic approach to health because it teaches you how to use your own body to heal, like what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so I really like that approach. And I think as I learned more about it, I was kind of weeding out all the other things in healthcare, and that just seemed like the best fit. So what do you think about chiropractors? <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting controversial? Oh, asking real questions. <laughs> well, to be honest, I think chiropractors and pts can work together really well and mm, I, without... such a politician answer <laughs> i was gonna say is, is this guys... a rivalry like is chiropractor are chiropractors and, and physical therapists like i don't know is, is this a rivalry okay well there's like well chiropractors are quacks yeah and... <laughs> pts talk smack because i was i got I, it i can just okay. see i can just see doug losing his mind if someone was like i'm a doctor a doctor in what chiropractor you'd be like no you're not <laughs> you don't need to so be a, you know, there's not there Sorry. aren't doctors for chiropractor aren't there? like isn't that how the whole thing of why it's like kind of i well, i, I mean, really i don't know PhD anything i just anything. like well i'm getting my doctorate just saying that's, yeah but you're gonna mm. be an actual doctor not <laughs> exactly that. thank you yeah no we're we're oh on God. your side oh, like you don't have to be a doctor to practice chiropractor i could practice no, chiropractor actually, right? right now i don't really know come over here doug I'll, i don't really I'll, know either i just really know bones. i just really wanted to we're tr i'm trying to get some drama on here we can drum up some drama <laughs> i had no idea this was a thing yeah. i mean i've stayed as far away from science and healthcare as i could yeah, i mean she there's hates science talking and about psychology, space she loves talking about herself though i also I actually, I know and respect a person who's a chiropractor, and and I have heard good things about it. I just wanted to. Well, just just for the drama's sake, so I don't know that person, but I don't respect him. <laughs> <laughs> Quack! No, I'm just kidding. 
I'm just kidding. I love it. I, mean, I learned something new today. I really do think you could use them together. Not to, mm-hmm. you know, give that answer, but it's true. <laughs> I, I really do. So I feel like everything's always better when there's a team of people. I think that about like a team of professionals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But that's like like coaches and social workers have this weird beef thing too, where oh, like if you're that's a good because it's unregulated it's in very coaching. Good point. You're actually yeah, but, but I also and I've done both. So. But, I, but I also see that as being like like going into social work very much i have seen where it's just like oh yeah they don't they're, they're kind of opposites in in some yeah. regards but yeah well i, I mean, don't think that's the same as chiropractic and physical therapy no it's not exactly the same but i'm just saying like i think i can see the benefit in having both a coach and a therapist or you know whether i that's agree LPC and or... a physical therapist yeah and that's it <laughs> that's all you need and, and, you know and a chiropractor <laughs> And a doctor. Like, I don't know. I just feel like collaborative well, also efforts are always like, better. What's the needle thing? Phlebotomist? Acupuncture. Oh, oh so like, that works, I don't, right? I, yeah. I immediately went to I, harm I, reduction. PTs do that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Dry acupuncture? Needling. It's called dry needling, but it's a little bit different because acupuncture is like Eastern medicine. Dry needling is... <laughs> Same thing. You just call it something different. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> and you like put it in specific trigger points and muscles and stuff. So is that the that's like no, the little straw thing, and you like yeah. tap it? Yep. I've always wanted to have that done. Yeah, it feels great. Does it? Mm-hmm. I've had it do done. You, do you do the the glass bulbs where you put a light uh, a flame to it and then you cupping. stick it on their back? The cupping. Yeah. yeah. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys do cupping too? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's I'm a so... lot of Eastern medicine being added to physical therapy. It's not yeah. Eastern. They they don't Cupping's call it not... they don't call it cupping though. Oh, I'm just yeah, sure. call it something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's that what was the joke oh. I was making. Yeah. I got I it. actually don't really know. I know there is a difference, like a subtle difference, but I don't really know the shape of the cup. What it is. Yeah. <laughs> it probably But for the acupuncture thing, there's like a subtle difference because we don't call it that, so I don't I don't know. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I have, what what would be the reason someone would need to be dry needled? Yeah, <laughs> probably if they had um, trigger points like in their muscle, like tight what? spots. Oh, like a knot? Like yeah, a knot. It's a but a massage therapist didn't. What do it is for a you. knot? I have yeah, so I, many. I, I have so I many questions. questions. Do you have questions? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I don't want to just like because talk about this. People but... say knots all yeah, the time. I have no and idea I what they're talking f- about. I always assumed it's just a figure of speech. I've never it felt. Is. I can't okay. imagine it's people literally are, a knot. People are like, oh yeah, right there, that's a knot, and I'm like, okay, like I don't. <laughs> what it, so it's not really like your muscle fibers knotting together, but it's like that would be bad. Yes. Okay. It's like a a hyper irritable spot in your muscle. And if you think about, like, this is the example that I like to use is if you have spaghetti and it's wet and then you have a spot or sorry, like dry spaghetti mm. and then you have yeah. a spot that's wet. That's like the hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like a trigger point because it what what causes that it just kind of doesn't work right. Yeah. There's a lot of things that cause cause it. Um like lack of blood flow to the area because then if you don't have blood flow to the area you don't get <laughs> i could go on for yeah, you guys we're, sorry we're, 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 we're on the edge of our seats here okay. <laughs> like, uh is this really interesting okay yes so um yeah if you we don't we have like three <laughs> listeners anyway so yeah. oh my god <laughs> if you have lack of blood flow to the area then you don't get oxygen to the area and then you don't get glucose and that prevents energy synthesis from happening so then your muscles like shut down in that spot what are your thoughts on creatine creatine (laughs) oh okay yeah i want to know this too (laughs) a lot of the guys in the program are obsessed with this creatine creatine thing so they could probably use some information about it like creatine bc branch chain amino acids i I don't (laughs) think there's any science on those Well, now you can hand them this to be honest i've never really looked into it but I can let you know. I can, Why are you? I can find out. <laughs> I can do some I mean, research. Do, Send you some info. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. I, I, <laughs> I'll do some research. I, I have to do research on what? What was I doing research? I was doing research on the the abuse potential of like Seroquel recently. Oh. So, do you know? Like what is it? It's like a sleep medication. Uh, it's a psychotropic. Oh. It's an antipsychotic. Sorry, I was thinking of an allergy medication they gave my dog once, but that's Apoquel. Sorry. It's not even close. No, nope, it's not. Well, thanks for filling us in. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah. Thanks a lot. Anyways, anyways. Um, so is that why people like push on knots to like increase blood flow there? Yeah. What are your thoughts on rolling out? Rolling on a roll foam roller? Yeah, like or the little balls. Yeah, great. It's supposed to. It's supposed to hurt, right? 
Well, it doesn't feel great because there's no blood flow, so it's not gonna feel amazing. But once you, wait, well, yeah, when you're pressing it there, it brings blood flow to the area. So it's gonna feel not great. Like think about when your hands go numb okay. yeah. and, and then when the blood's returning, it doesn't feel great. You're like, oh, my hands. That's because yeah. the blood's Wait, returning. what is it like? Ah, my hands. <laughs> okay. All right. I have a very important question. So, <laughs> Boy, I'm scared. So people say, people that say when you work out a particular muscle group and it hurts, I know this isn't actually true, but this is the analogy everybody uses. Is It's because your muscles tear and then they repair, and that's why it comes back like bigger or whatever. Tell me, what is actually happening when your muscles hurt? Like, is that good for you? Like, what? Like, what is actually going on there? Is that because there's lack of blood flow or there's well, water? Or lactic acid. Is, lactic, yeah, is lactic, that what that is? Is there little depends. men in there massaging my muscles? Yeah. Like, what's yep, going on here? That's actually exactly that's what, what it is. is. I knew it. <laughs> Osmosis Jones yeah, exactly. is massaging your muscle. So I'll take them. Yeah, so there's, like, different reasons why your muscles will hurt. But there's, like, delayed onset muscle soreness. Have you ever heard of DOMS? Oh, everyone. Okay, I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> no. No, I've never heard of DOMS. I was... And DOMS is like, yeah, lactic acid buildup in your muscles. Okay, but what is and lactic acid? Is, is that... It's a byproduct of like cellular metabolism. Is that like... What is, is cellular that like... metabolism? Yeah, that, I know. Oh, so that's we're we're dig go. deeper. Oh, I'm, I'm like, okay, so how do I like break this down? <laughs> Talk so to us like we're third with graders. The delay. What are cells? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You know Powerhouse of the Cell by so would DOMS be the reason that if I work out really hard today, I don't get sore until two For days later? For a couple later. days, yeah. Okay, so when I'm at the gym, like, oh, I'm so sore, I can be like, it's DOMS. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, duh, it's DOMS. Yeah, and be like, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. You're stupid, gym bro. You don't even know about DOMS? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That yes. is a very, like, gym bro sounding word. Like, DOMS, I'm yeah. You gotta start saying yeah. it now, yeah. They're like, ah, I'm hit with a DOMS. <laughs> definitely made that up. It's like a normal, like, <laughs> in a PT classroom you're like oh yeah Dobbs like, is there any other cool acronyms I should know that I can drop to sound it's cool <laughs> I guess I guess see uh, Dom from Fast and the Furious oh, right yeah. yeah yeah Dom's hit me anyways so lactic acid yep. is is that from the breakdown is would that be like APA being used ATP ATP thank you okay. what is ATP APA you know what ATP is, is. Style. you know what ATP is if, yeah, no. you're right about that. ATP is energy. Right there. Essentially. It's glucose. Okay. Bam. All right. Bam. And Fancy have you ever glucose. heard of um, the Krebs cycle? Oh, yeah. Like, have you? No. The Krebs cycle. The, the crab cycle? Like the life cycle of a crab? <laughs> I just need to, I need to stop. Well, you've never heard of the crab cycle? It's pretty standard knowledge. Crubs? Crubs. I but you know, I think the only the reason that I recognize some of the things you're saying is because I thought I wanted to be a personal trainer for like five Close. seconds. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. studied for that exam. For five seconds? That yeah, was a it gross underrepresentation really? of the time that you spent. Yeah. We use real words here. Yeah. Like cycle. Yeah, we're talking crub cycles and doms here and you're you're crubs. hyperbolizing <laughs> time frames. That's a nice word. You look at me like I wouldn't know it. No. I'm just saying. Thank you. It was great. I know. Usually he's the word of the I day know. guy. I'm surprised he hasn't mm. today. Dro hey, drop us a word. No. Do you have a word of the day calendar? No. Oh, okay. So, I don't but, even have a okay, calendar. So, uh, lactic acid is basically the byproduct of your muscle using energy. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> That's third helps. grader words worked really well i think we got there i haven't studied this in a while so this might be rusty but i think it's like when um your cell's not able to metabolize as fast enough as like you're using the energy so then it mm. creates more lactic acid so mm. then that like settles in the muscles and okay. then it creates the um is there dots. such a thing as like if i work out the bottom half of my body or I'll do the top half to make it easier. If I work out the top half of my body to like do some light, now I'm just asking like you're a trainer. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm like, is it possible for you to flush lactic acid from one part of your body like out so it, it more evenly spreads so you're not super sore? That's a really good question. I, I really don't know, to okay, be honest. So I to always thought, it's, I thought literally <laughs> when you use rollers and stuff, you're just spreading out the acid. Like it's liquid, like you're like you're rolling it, like it's a toothpaste bottle or something. And like yeah, like helping it, it release. Is it like yeah. that? I think that there's some truth to that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All you're right. smarter than there you thought. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. And it's it also helps clear it anyways. It helps your body like process it. Okay. So if you push anywhere in your body, it puts blood there. <laughs> okay, well, th- think about, they'll think about this, okay? <laughs> Genuinely. I'm going to give you a... No, please. Well, I'm just... That's what we're talking about, right? I'm going to give you an example. So, okay. like, if I were to press on your arm really hard, mm-hmm. it's going to turn red. Yeah. Because... And then that redness is blood, like, being recruited to that area. Yeah. Recruited oh. blood. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I... It tells your body where to send it. Yeah. yeah. Your body's incredible, obviously. So, you can, like, when... For example, when you're in like a fight or flight situation, mm-hmm. your body like shunts blood to different organs and like shuts off blood to yep. the other areas because they like need it for, mm-hmm. you know, those type yeah. of things. Like so, your body stops digesting. Yep. Yeah. I Unnecessary yeah. Yeah. functions. Yeah. Is pickle juice actually really good for you after working we're going, out? We're going well, way all just, over the board here. Everybody makes fun of me for drinking pickle juice, and then it became like a well, big that, after that, that's gym just thing. electrolytes and, yeah, and sodium. The okay. sodium yes. Yeah, because the sodium recruits. It. I was going to say recruits it's, again. Your PTS recruits that. But so so if you push anywhere in your body, is that is that a body's response to it, or is it just because when you think about it, if I do this, it's stopping blood flow, so blood pools in that spot? Can you say that again? Absolutely. So... <laughs> <laughs> if you if you push somewhere on your body, uh-huh. blood will go there. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Like, okay. That was that was basically my question. That that was just that's just an odd fun fact of like, hey, did you did you <laughs> did realize you know? if you push somewhere in your body, blood goes there? Yeah. I would have thought the opposite. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you'd be but pushing is that, blood is away. Is that because your body's actually recruiting blood there? Or is that just because you're stopping blood flow and blood is... Oh, I see what you're saying. I think it's the same thing. I think it's more the second. Because, yeah, you're stopping the flow. Yeah. And then it's It's all rushing there. It's not not recruiting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so you... Yeah, if you're pressing, right, you'd stop the vessel and then you let go and it all rushes there. So then when you roll out your leg, though, is that a different thing i feel like because you're pressing while you're rolling Go ahead. so you're <laughs> <laughs> what? yeah because there's it's, you're right there's like pressure there's a doctor put, here so okay also guys to be fair i'm still in school so she's, she's a graduated doctor <laughs> right now debbie's like debbie's like well it's actually <laughs> okay good to know I don't know everything yet, but I'm on my way. All I know is my roommate's sister is a physical therapist, and every time he calls and complains about, she says, "Stop." She says you're anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Stop being a bee and stretch. Yeah, stretching is not a bad thing ever, ever, ever. Okay. Because it increases flexibility in your muscles and helps you with your range of motion. That's never a bad thing. What are your thoughts on yoga? Yeah, good. So you don't believe that it's a practice to summon evil spirits? Okay. This it's a little is... too Eastern for me. No, 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 no. I have a different name for it. It's called stretching. No, I'm just kidding. Well, so you know, what, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yes. Okay, I didn't know what... I. Somebody yes. brought that up to me, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then randomly, I was on Reddit. And you and you, Reddit. Do you have a Reddit? No. You should. Okay. As no, a doctor, I no, thought you, you would. No, you shouldn't. You guys. I know. So... And I, I saw a, a a big thing on a, a pastor that was just like like upset. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. just like no. Yeah. And no. so <laughs> don't do it. No. It was like he's just like Absolutely no. So no, not. you're 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 pro yoga. So yeah, I don't really know much about the summoning like evil spirits. It's fair. I did learn I hope you don't. That'd be odd. <laughs> I did learn about Speak that recently, though, I guess, is like... Is it just a fad? Or? I don't know, because it, they kind of group it, I think, with like tarot cards and like crystals and like that. Yoga? I think that that's how those people are like... I want to yeah. talk to them. We need to that. get one of those people, Doug. I mean, you have to think about <laughs> yoga as a practice came out of meditation. Like there's a meditation component and it came from Eastern, yeah, Eastern and, side and, of the world. And if stop, if you are stop, I'm trying to say this in a very <laughs> balanced PC way, way kind of, I guess. Balanced, kind of, you know, well, like I am not personally super religious, so 
I'm trying to what? be kind. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy people think that anything that comes from like another part of the world is like, that's bad. Well, and, and they don't understand it. This is the exact same thing that we were talking about with the stigma of addiction. Uh-huh. Yeah. It really is though, is mm-hmm. it not? Of, yeah, if, yeah, you're, it if you're not, if it's not exactly like me, then it's this other thing, and right. I'm not like that, and that has to be wrong. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. So and that's know, exactly where that comes from. You know, a cool and thing about this yoga is great. Um, this will be coming out May, so it's May 18th today. Let's just pretend that it is right in the today times. So this is coming out May 18th. You know yeah, what yeah, happened? It's the, it's you the know 18th. It's the May, it's May 18th right now. Yeah, um, when you're hearing this, yeah. yes, or watching. Uh, if you listen to it on that day. That's exactly one year after the first episode that we did. <gasps> Is it really? No yeah. way. Us, us three. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's also our 40th episode that the three of us have done too. One year and 40 episodes? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I'm honored to be. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You it should all worked be. out. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. This has been such a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so cool. it we was, learned a lot. It was also <laughs> really? kind of like dull there for a minute. I think we talked about it last week a little bit too. Oh, not this. Uh, we've episode. just been no. busy. Oh, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so thank. So it's, like, oh, it's, okay. it's it's nice to have some like guests <laughs> and you included that are kind of like not like your fun things yeah. to have on. So thank you. Thank you. It was very dynamic conversation. Yeah. And yeah. We had a couple of those where it wasn't so. This was really great. Yeah, good. And don't worry, Thanks. the next few emails you get from us will most likely be physical therapy questions. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think need to these do some two research. are going to need an entire workout plan. <laughs> yep. Email to them. Nutrition well, plan, maybe. Not, I don't know. Uh, not nutrition. By the oh, way, we do need to no. drink a lot okay. of water today. Yep. Just stretching. As you drink a... <laughs> just stretching. <laughs> no yoga. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Absolutely not. No yoga. I've I've been a big fan of yoga since I started. Yeah. To circle back to that, I do like yoga. It's a good thing. For, so. <laughs> do you do yoga? <laughs> I do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, too, the yoga that we're talking about is not traditional Eastern philosophy, religious, meditative yoga. Are you trying to say that we've Americanized yoga? yoga? Not trying. This is an indictment on the way Americans take everything. The infrared bow tie (laughs) yoga that I go to every Thursday morning. (laughs) Infrared bow tie? You wear a bow tie while you do yoga? No, bow tie is the name of the type of yoga. It's like a dance, high cardio like, This is real? Yeah. I thought you were making it up. I I thought it was too. Do it every Thursday morning. (laughs) Where? Uh, Kula? At the Bowtie Yoga oh. Studio. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Kula. Okay. Kula. Yeah, you're kind of being a dick right now. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a fun time. It does sound really cool. Yeah. I mean, you, you look like an idiot because it's like, they'll, you know, like belly dancers, like, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, and like, and I'm just looking in the mirror, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> and but I treat every yoga class I go to like a workout. So everyone else is like, all right, well, if it's a little hard, I'm over there like drenched in sweat. Whatever. Have you ever done Pilates? I've never done Pilates. Okay. Have yeah. you ever done P90X? No. <laughs> Do, you Do I that? look like I've done P90X? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a long time. I, we used to do that in high school. Everybody did P90X. Did you? Okay, school, I was going to say, like. I think yeah, that was, yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was a thing. Are you from the GR area? No, I'm not. I'm from the east side of the state. Actually. Ann Arbor? No, um, my town's called Armada. It's really, really small. Armada? Ar- exactly, with a little country twang. Armada. Arma- <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always pronounced it Armada, but I know okay. where you're talking about. Do you? Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's my hometown. Mm-hmm. Armada. Yeah, and there are a bunch of little hickabillies over there. So hickabillies, I don't think I've ever heard. Really? Hicka, hicka, hickabillies. I don't think I've yeah. ever heard that. Yeah. Hmm. But the biggest like city around there is like Port Huron, probably. Is that near? <sighs> Never mind. Never mind. I don't remember the name of the town, so <laughs> I'm not going to try hard enough to remember. Okay. It. Yeah, that's fair. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thank uh, you for being here. No problem. Yeah, we'll have I, to have you back when it's closer to the 5K that you're single-handedly sure. mm-hmm. creating yeah. and running mm-hmm. and doing. Yep. Yeah, and we will have to touch base and figure that out. Yeah. Because I don't want to do it all by, by myself this year. Yeah. That's terrible last year. I'll help you. Yeah. Oh, and you have a lot more things this year that you're doing than you did last year. Don't remind me. I, I, seriously, I got done with it last year, and I have this big thing, this big 
a manila folder that says 5k stuff on it mm. and i just put it away and i was just like i hope to never see you again and then it was like <laughs> crap then i have to see it again so uh, well i have to see it now too so thanks yeah you're welcome <laughs> it's it's thick you're really selling it yeah. uh but thank you so much for uh not yeah. only uh, having the passion that you do for just supporting people in a bunch of creative ways. Um, I think we're lucky in at least this part of the country, we have a lot of people, um, but places like this don't exist without people like you. So thank you. Um, and hopefully you will be a doctor soon. I know that you're, you're close. I am close. You're very close. So yes. congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and then Debbie will do our outro cause yeah. that's what she does. Sure. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks from today. Uh, if you know anyone or you want to learn more about what Guiding Light does, you can go to guidinglightworks.org. Also, that'll be in the show notes. Um, but yeah, thanks. Uh, also, just October 1st oh, yeah. is oh. Guiding Light's second annual 5K. Oh, you have a date? Yeah, I've That's already exciting. paid for the place. <laughs> Good. Uh, so it's the same place? It's in the same place, but we'll have more information as that comes along. So, uh, Will we have it by the time this comes out? We have a sign-up thing? Yes. So you can check that out. Crap. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we don't. You can check the show notes below. If and, we uh, do, it'll yeah. be in the show notes. If, if we, we do, <laughs> it'll be in the next if, if show notes. It, it doesn't. All I have to do is click a button, so it's not hard. So, you know, oh. it's an 80% chance it's up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. Right, bye. bye. <laughs> oh. Dear Lord. <laughs>